We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. shower from uh, Chris Cornell when uh, he had left Soundgarden and uh, before Audio Slave and uh, a bunch of other solo projects, he had come out with this hit called Sun Shower. Since it is the, uh, uh, it's at the beginning of April and uh, we've got another Al Gattulo Craft Beer cast here on AM 970, The Answer. I could let that guy sing all day long. Uh, it is a shame that we've lost Chris Cornell. God, next month, what it'll be, three years that he's gone now? Is that right? I, I have to to do the checking on that because I can't believe that it's three years that Chris Cornell has left this earth. And um, we got a great show for you tonight. I think we're going to feature a little Chris Cornell, maybe some audio slaves, some Soundgarden and stuff uh, throughout the show. A great band. If you hadn't had an opportunity to see him, whether it was with Soundgarden, with Audio Slave or Solo, you missed out on a heck of a talent. This guy was a just a a, a, a transcendent musical talent for his genre of um you know the alt music scene the grunge scene or whatever he kind of stepped out of that wrote uh songs for movies uh you know my name was the uh, theme for casino royale uh when um when daniel craig took over the role as james bond i, I could get into music and chris cornell all day long and it's kind of weird folks i know we're in this kind of weird kind of land right now this landscape uh, in terms of beer with everything else that's going on with coronavirus um you know, I could sit here and tell you how to follow me and et cetera, et cetera. I say it a million times. I'm not going to do it this segment. I'll do it the next segment. It, it, it just, I want to kind of keep this a little bit free form here in this first segment. Um, it's a, it's an interesting time, not only for breweries, but for people in general. Uh, this show, yes, is about beer, but it's also about small business. It's also about small businesses to survive because the lifeblood of America, as I've stated from day one of this show, is small business. Without small businesses, this country doesn't survive. Yes, it's convenient to go to Walmart and ShopRite and these places to get your groceries and stuff. But if it's not for the small businessman, the bodegas, the delis, uh, the restaurants right now that are serving takeout only or delivery, the breweries that are delivering uh, or, you know, to go uh, packaging, these are the people that need to survive. And we need to get through this. And we'll get, we are going to get through this. But on the other side of it, these businesses need to survive. And it's important for you to support those businesses, no matter what they are. It doesn't have to be beer. Anything. The local ice cream shop, if he's open. The, 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 the bakery down the street. 
the restaurant that you go to all the time when you go out go out to dinner, right? You need to support these people because without those people, people are going to lose jobs. People have already lost jobs and will continue to lose jobs. And then where are your options? That's the, that's the whole point of this. So in 20 minutes, we're going to talk to Scott Wells from Bolero Snort. He's going to join me. Uh, actually, uh, stopped over there on Wednesday uh, at the facility to pick up beer that I had ordered online and uh, going to pick up. Instead of having it delivered, I figured, let me, you know, go over there. And honestly, I miss Scott's face. So I wanted to see him, even though we kept our social distance of six feet away. We did conduct an interview uh, using my cell phone. And uh, I'll bring you that interview. And we're going to talk to uh, Scott about the scope of the business in New Jersey now, now that tap rooms aren't open, uh, now that um, y- you know they have to do their business direct to the consumer, whether it's they show up at the brewery and pick up the beer, which is considered essential, uh, or they deliver it. Uh, a new way of doing things. Is this the future of the beer business? I don't know. We're going to talk to Scott uh, in 20 minutes about that. So let's dive into it. So uh, New York, a uh, few other states were allowing home delivery. Uh, of beer. New Jersey had it, and then all of a sudden abruptly stopped it uh, the Wednesday before last. Uh, We had um, um, Eric Orlando on to talk about it, and uh, we were hopeful that something would be done, and finally it was. Uh, Governor Murphy announcing this past Monday uh, at his press briefing that the Division of Alcohol Beverage Control issuing a guidance to allow microbreweries and brew pubs to provide home delivery to their customers. Home delivery uh, had been prevented because of a ruling issued last May when they had changed some things in the ABC rulings. Uh, and the ABC decided to relax that ruling and allow for home delivery. Kudos to the governor. Kudos to the ABC for making that move, a move that should not have been stopped, that put a halt to these businesses in New Jersey for almost five, for five or six days and prevented them from getting their product out. Now, I'm glad that they saw the error of their ways, and this is another proven thing. When people say contact your local assemblyman or your state senator or the governor, these things work. So many of these lawmakers saw this and said, this is ridiculous. We need to change this. Now, do I believe it's something that should be legislated? Yes. For now, this is a temporary measure. New Jersey breweries will be allowed to deliver. And uh, to be honest with you, do I think it's going to happen in the future? No. I think unless it's legislated, the the alcohol beverage control is not just going to say, okay, you can keep doing this. Uh, I think the restaurant lobby is going to have something to say about that. So I think this is something that needs to be legislated. That's for down the road. Right now, this is good for New Jersey. If you're a brewery, you can, you can home deliver within a certain radius, depending on that radius, however you want to do it. Uh, most of them are doing it, not all. Um, there's really no one page that really – the New Jersey Craft Beer uh, page uh, probably has the best – list of breweries that are open, but I, it's best to contact your local brewer um, if they're not overwhelmed right now uh, to get the information. But I know off the top of my head, Bolero is doing it, Carton is doing it, um, I think Kane is doing it in a limited fashion down the shore, uh, They uh, Icarus is doing it, um, I know that Source is doing it, um, Departed Souls is doing delivery, uh, I mentioned Bolero, Brick City I believe is doing it as well. Not sure. I believe Almentry is doing it. I'm not 100% sure on that. But there are a number of breweries uh, that are doing it. You should check those, um, you know, the individual breweries to see. And again, support these guys. Um, I know in New York, uh, Torch and Crown is delivering in Manhattan, Brooklyn, and I believe they're starting up in Queens. Manhattan, I think it's same-day delivery. If you order, they will drop it, uh, If you're in, your, obviously, if you're in your apartment. 
I'm in my building. I, I might make an order to Torch and Crown. Actually, I may go out to see John next week um, uh, to chat with him about the New York perspective of this home delivery. But breweries across the nation are doing it as well. Um, I know that Coronado uh, Brewing is open, and they're doing uh, a percentage off their, their three brew pubs. If you go there, food and beer, uh, there's I think it's like 20% off or something like that. Don't quote me on that one. But uh, a lot of these guys are delivering beer, and it's important to support these small and independent breweries. Very important. Um, and, and if you do that, you're going to keep these guys in business. They're going to be open. And when they do open again um, for taproom sales, you'll be able to get in there and enjoy a pint. That's the most important thing. Uh, Bush Beer, making sure animal lovers won't go thirsty during the current pandemic. The brewery giant partnering with Midwest Animal Rescue for the Foster a Dog Get Bush promotion. Anyone who fosters or adopts a dog from the organization will receive a free three-month supply of beer via a $100 prepaid debit card. The promo ends April 25th or when 500 winners are named. I'm not a fan of Bush Beer, but if you are, um, this is something that you can do uh, and maybe get yourself a little coin as well and some free beer. Uh, Archaeologists, this is an interesting story. Archaeologists say there are some surprising discoveries after finding more than 600 bottles of beer from the 1800s. This is in Leeds, England. The beer was found under a cellar staircase of the site where the Scarborough Castle Inn once stood in Leeds, England, as I said. The big discovery was the level of lead in the beer. It was 13 times higher than what the uh, World Health Organization recommends. Archaeologists say the lead likely ended up in the beer from water that traveled through lead pipes. The best guess is that the beer was brewed in the 1880s. So obviously they were using water. The pipes you know, had, had lead in them, uh, and they must have leached off into the water and then into the beer. So obviously this is beer that you can't drink, but... Interesting that these bottles of beer were found under a cellar staircase. They were still intact, but unfortunately, they, you can't drink them because of the uh, amount of lead. And, I mean, beer that's aged, you know, well over 100 years. I don't know if that necessarily is a good thing, but an interesting story nonetheless. And then finally, a Ball Corporation uh, has added production of 32-ounce Crowler cans, expects to have the supply ready to hit the market uh, in a couple of days. Ball Corporation is the only company in America that makes Crowler cans, which is amazing that nobody else has picked up on this. Uh, so Strategic Communications Director Scott McCarty said, demand for 32-ounce Crowlers has surged some of the other consumer products during this uncertain time. Uh, they're adjusting their production to help meet that demand. They believe they'll have additional cans moving into the market uh, in the next couple of days if they're not already out there uh, already. Um, you know, obviously... Uh, sales of glass growlers from wholesale glass and growlers are are cranking out, says Chief Operating Officer William Kerr. Uh, they're based out of Las Vegas, Nevada. He's received They've received orders from as far away as Europe and Australia. Domestic orders are coming in from clients ranging in size from small craft breweries to national craft-centric chain uh, Yard House. He says growler sales are going through the roof. They're on their second truckload this week. Now, obviously, uh, because they're putting uh, beer in to-go containers and you can't bring your own you have to buy from the brewery direct. Um, my thing is, if my thing is sanitized, and I've sanitized it within you know the last couple of hours, I think a brewery should do it. But I get it for health reasons why they wouldn't do that. But uh, good to see that Crowler cans will be out there uh, at a lot of these breweries very soon, so you can get yourself a 32-ounce uh, uh, Crowler to take home uh, of beer that you'd like to sample. When we come back after a short break, we're going to talk more about um, the uh, not only about what's going on in the beer world, 
Uh, but we'll, uh, I know that Founders is making hand sanitizer. There's a number of different places that are making hand sanitizer uh, because they have the capacity to do so. And how this is all affecting the business of beer. I mean, that's the most important thing here. And then Scott Wells is going to join me a little bit later on. And, oh, by the way, I almost forgot. you got to listen to the last segment of the show, Suds and Duds. Uh, we have a contest that's going to take place uh, that I think you're going to enjoy a lot if you are a home brewer. And I'll leave it at that. More details coming up in about, well, I'd say about 30 minutes. you got to stick around for that. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Confused about Corona? Then listen to Pandemic 2020 for news and updates. Got a question? Submit it online at am970theanswer.com or call 877-970-2999 during the program and talk to the experts. It's Pandemic 2020, weekday mornings at 9 as part of the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970, The Answer. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, helping your body help itself. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. Let me tell you about the Atlantis Yacht. If you're looking to wow your corporate guests, clients, or employees, plan an unforgettable event aboard the Atlantis. Beautiful skyline views, a gourmet food and bar menu, first-class entertainment. What's not to love? Your guests are going to be so impressed. I'm telling you from personal experience, it's a top-notch experience. The Atlantis is the yacht we take out every single year for our big client cruise event. Go ahead and start planning your your standout event today, whether it's a corporate event, wedding, engagement party, retirement party, an anniversary celebration, impress your guests with a first-class experience aboard the Atlantis. Why wait? Call New York Cruises to schedule a private viewing of the Atlantis, 212-633-1231, 212-633-1231. Mention AM970, the answer, for a free menu upgrade, 212-633-1231, or visit NewYorkCruises.com. Craving delicious Italian food? Well, Michaels of Brooklyn is open. Check out their takeout, delivery, and curbside menu at michaelsofbrooklyn.com or call 718-998-7851. That number again is 718-998-7851. Prepared foods are also available at Michaels Pastry Shop. Don't forget their delicious, authentic sauce available online and in stores. Michaels of Brooklyn, reaching out to the community since 1964. It's hard to know who to trust when selling your home. If you're retiring and looking to sell your home, Calamine and Company Real Estate is the best agency for you. They only represent sellers, putting sellers' needs above everything else. Louis Calamine and his team take a client-focused, old-school approach to real estate. Whatever needs to be done to get the deal closed quickly and for top dollar, Calamine and Company Real Estate gets the job done. They also specialize in selling estate-owned properties and are regularly hired by executors and administrators administrators, attorneys, even the surrogates court. And perhaps even most impressive is their 100% success rate. That's right, they sell 100% of properties brought to the market. No other broker can make that claim. Offices in Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, and Staten Island. Call 718-998-1100. That's 718-998-1100. Or go to calamine.com. Clients come first at Calamine and Company Real Estate. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or radio.com.
Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me very easily on Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Via email at albertgnnycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa Ready 2, we're on radio.com. We're also on the Hopped Up Network. Just head over to thehoppedupnetwork.com. Uh, you can listen to the podcast version of this radio program, usually uh, Monday mornings before 6 a.m. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, Scott Wells, one of the co-owners of Bolero Snort Brewing, right, and uh, over in the Meadowlands. Um, we're, I went over a couple days ago to pick up some beer. I uh, was running low on some stock. I'm trying to help as many uh, small brewers as I can. And I uh, got a chance to sit down with Scott for a couple of minutes and chat with him in the brewery about how the business landscape has kind of changed in terms of uh, selling beer, how they're doing, and what are the uh, you know what's the outlook of what's going on. Uh, some some good stuff from uh, from Scott uh, in this interview coming up uh, just in about uh, ten minutes from now. Uh, let's dive back into some more beer news uh, before we get to that. Uh, Untapped, uh, beer, the beer rating app Untapped, has created two avenues to keep drinkers informed and stay connected uh, during this, uh, you know, during the shutdown of uh, bars and restaurants and uh, tap rooms, of course. Greg's List, it's named for Untapped founder Greg Avola, allows breweries, restaurants, and bars to update consumers on their retail offerings and availability of delivery, curbside pickup, and gift cards. Um, this is really cool because my local place, Paragon Tap and Table, can't can't serve you beer, but they can sell uh, their beer in growlers, and they will tell you what they have and the prices for those. So you know ahead of time before you go there how much it's going to cost, and a lot of these places are doing it. I think it's great. This is a great uh, service by Untapped to allow that to happen. So if your local bar is doing takeout or delivery and they're offering uh, growlers or crowlers to go, you can find out. Uh, what they have, and the availability, and how much it costs. That's really cool. And then Untapped at Home offers a universal at-home location to check in while drinking beers during social distancing. On their blog, it said, check into that beer you just got delivered or picked up curbside. See what your global Untapped friends are having at home and share that you're doing your part to prioritize safety. Uh, they are also hosting virtual happy hours on Thursday evenings for users to connect via video. Cool stuff. Uh, from the good folks and untapped. Uh, also, not surprisingly, Americans using lots of alcohol to cope with this global uh, pandemic. Uh, Nielsen data shows that U.S. sales of alcohol beverages has risen 55% in the week ending March 21st. Spirits, wines, and beers have all seen nearly or over 50% increases in their sales compared to the same period last year. Online purchases also far outpaced in-store buying. Makes sense. Uh, experts say most of the rises occurred in conjunction with various states' stay-at-home orders. However, those at the World Health Organization, of course, are cautioning against using extreme amounts of alcohol during this time, especially amid a similar increase in drug and alcohol-related relapses. So we totally understand that. Drink responsibly even when you are home. Cape May Brewing is releasing Crushing It. I believe we talked about this about a month or so ago. Uh, this was a tasting room-only release in 2018. Crushing It is now available for growler fills at the Cape May Brewing Company in uh, at the Cape May Airport. It is also available throughout New Jersey beginning on April 8th, which is uh, good news to them. Rogues Ales and Spirits has turned uh, their distillery into a hand sanitizer production facility, which is great. Uh, this is the, their helping hand hand sanitizer. They're handing it. They're donating it to fire departments from Newport, Toledo, Waltport, Yakets, Depot Bay, and Lincoln City. Uh, police services, local ambulance services, and life flights. So kudos to Rogues 
uh, for putting that together. Uh, I know Founders is also making a sanitizer and giving it out to uh, first responders as well, so kudos to them. And uh, the good folks at City Brew Tours, um, which I've been on uh, the City Brew Tour in Brooklyn, they're doing a really cool thing. So obviously they can't take you to breweries. But what they are doing is a live home brewing experience. It includes brewing instruction led by uh, led live by one of City Brew Tours expert beer guides via online video conference. The experience requires no prior knowledge, comes with the equipment and ingredients for participants to make their full first case of pale ale or amber ale. So it's the it's a kit for home brewing that you can get. And the beer and cheese pairing virtual happy hour adds a fun interactive spin to the ex- existing video chat with friends at a low price point, utilizing the same entertaining and interactive methods that guides use on tours. This live virtual guided beer and cheese edutainment, is what they're calling it, will explore the intricacies of pairing beer and cheese. Uh, City Brew Tours recommends participants pick up two to three different types of cheeses during their next grocery run or delivery. Participants will need at least two types of beer at home. They're encouraged to purchase beer from their local breweries, many of which are offering curbside take-home, as this is the only way that the breweries can survive this difficult uh, time. This is really cool. So you pay for this service. The guy comes on, he tells you what beer to pair up with what cheese. Uh, I think this is really cool. Uh, the folks at City Brew Tours do a great job, and hopefully once this is all over, you go out and you take a City Brew Tour, because let me tell you something, uh, they do a phenomenal job uh, with taking you on a tour. Beer, food included, or a snack, uh, any beer that you buy, they'll store it on the bus for you to take home. This is a pretty cool thing. Uh, kudos to the folks from City Brew Tours for doing this. You can go to citybrewtours.com. Uh, for more information. And then finally, before we break, a little bit later on in the program, I'm going to tell you about a contest that we're going to be doing that you sign up on our am970theanswer.com page, right? And uh, if you are a home brewer and you're sitting home right now and you got nothing to do and you put some beer in and you're letting it ferment for the next couple of weeks, let me tell you something. You want to get involved in this contest. If you live locally in the New Jersey area, uh, New York City area, maybe even a little bit Pennsylvania, and you're making a homebrew, you're going to want to enter this contest. I'll give you the details coming up in the final segment of the program uh, with myself uh, as one of the judges and the good folks from Source Brewing in Colts Neck, New Jersey. That's right, Source Brewing. Uh, I've talked about them enough. They're doing great things. And this is a, a thing that we're doing with uh, the show and Source Brewing that you're going to enjoy uh, that will take place in a couple of months' time. Uh, but you don't have that long. But a couple months' time, something to look forward to when this pandemic is over, which I think is really cool. Uh, especially if you've ever been an intern, you ever try to be an intern at a, at a radio station, you ever try to get your foot in the door somewhere, this may be your way to get your foot in the door to brewing beer professionally. Just saying. More coming up in a, in a little bit. But after a short break, Scott Wells from Bolero Snort Brewing is going to join me. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's clear in 52 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. As New York reels from the coronavirus outbreak, the federal government is sending help to the Empire State. Defense Secretary Mark Esper is confirming that 1,100 military medical personnel are headed to New York, and most of them will go to the Javits Center. The New York Post is reporting that several hundred others will be stationed at 11 New York City hospitals, which are bearing the state's greatest burden right now. Governor Cuomo says 
They do not know if the number of COVID cases is at or near the projected apex since the death and hospitalization numbers have dropped for the first time. And the recording industry is currently mourning the passing of Bill Withers. Withers died this week of heart complications at the age of 81. The Grammy winner had hits such as Lean On Me, Ain't No Sunshine, and Use Me. In sports, Kobe Bryant is entering the Basketball Hall of Fame. Bryant, Kevin Garnett, and Tim Duncan headline the 2020 Highsmith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame class. As we check out some traffic situations, Joyce Kilmer service area, no food and restrooms available on that service area until further notice. It is only open for fuel. Don't forget, 109 has construction southbound at Raymond Boulevard. These long-term repairs will run until the end of the year. Parking rules remain in effect. It's your alternate side parking rules that will be suspended through April 14th, but your meter rules still remain in effect. Checking your weather for tonight, you'll see some clouds, 20% chance of showers and temperatures will drop down to about 48 degrees. Sunny tomorrow with a high near 63. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno on AM 970 The Answer. During this unprecedented time in New Jersey, it is important to stay safe and healthy in all areas of your life. At 800Gambler, we realize that social distancing can lead to increased time spent with online gambling due to feelings of isolation, loneliness, and boredom. Our helpline remains available 24 hours per day, 7 days per week to provide support, treatment, and hope to those in need. If you or someone you know is struggling with or living with someone who has a gambling problem and wants help, call us today at 800-GAMBLER or visit us at www.800gambler.org. We remain a phone call or click away. You're never alone. This message sponsored by the Council on Compulsive Gambling of New Jersey, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. The Joe Piscopo live stream Tuesday morning, 6 to 10. Available on Facebook, YouTube, and am970theanswer.com. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. This is a bit of an interview. It's a little long, so I want to get right into it. Uh, this is me and Scott Wells from Bolero Snort Brewing uh, just this past Wednesday. Here it is. So we're here with the uh, Algatulo Craft Beer Cast. Of course, I am Algatulo, and I'm standing in the tap room of Bolero Snort Brewing because uh, young Mr. Scott Wells is here joining me on the program. I had beer that I purchased because I'm, I'm trying to do my part to keep all of these breweries open and in operation. So I've been ordering beer from different places. Bolero is the, the one for this week. I've got other places that I'm going to go to maybe uh, later in the week or next week. But I'm trying to help out all of these independent brewers, and you should too. If you can order online and you can get it delivered or you can go pick it up, you, this is absolutely important for every one of these small businesses to do your part. They've supported you. They've done stuff for your, you know, your charity or whatever. You've asked them to, to, to give you food or give them beer or whatever, whatever the case may be, clothing, gift cards, whatever it is. Now's the time for you to support these guys. So, Scott, uh, how's Thanks things for going? Me, Al. Yeah. yeah. Things are going. Um, you know, it's been very interesting times. 
Uh, I, I know fans of the show have been tuning in, and you've probably heard me on here a couple times before, and most of you know already. We just got this building open in the past couple of months, so it was a uh, seven-year road to get to the point that we were finally able to open up our building and welcome people inside, and now we've shut the doors and tell them to stay outside already. Right. So seven years to be three months open and then to be shut down. I mean, this is... All right, so in the immediate short term... With all of the different things that have happened, obviously, you know, New York is being able to deliver beer. Massachusetts is allowing it now. New Jersey started it and then stopped it for five or six days, and now it's back started on again. It. So yeah, it was pretty funny how it all worked out. Um, I was on a business trip in Florida for a beer festival Thursday the 12th. That would be Hunapo Day. Correct. And um, I'd asked Thursday through our, uh, our political body to see if we could start doing the home delivery. And uh, I was laughed at on the 12th. Um, I was kind of looking ahead to see, you know, what was going to happen, knowing that things were changing pretty rapidly. And we'd already changed how we were operating our tasting room at that point. We'd suspended flight service and did all these, these other things. And we were starting to see, you know, where this was going. So on the 12th, I was laughed at. And by Monday, the 16th or whatever that was, we were doing home delivery. Um, so, I mean, the state did kind of step up and say, you know, that this is the right thing to do. It's the best way to try to keep the jobs going and try to keep a, at least something of our local economy going. Um, and then that lasted for about a week and a half until there was some political confusion, right. legal confusion, and we were told to stop doing the deliveries. And, um, so let me, let me be clear on this so that people understand. So the, the initial permission to be given to breweries to allow to uh, do uh, deliveries was done by the NJABC, or was it done by, by the state itself? Uh, a combination of both. The ABC was what gave the directive to all of the breweries. Um, and, you know, depending on how you read the, the paperwork that was sent out, it said licensed establishments were able to do deliveries under certain parameters. And because it was something that we were already talking about doing, and, you know, we heard that it was becoming a reality, uh, we were able to click the button basically immediately, and we started doing the first delivery what was it, Tuesday the 17th? Okay. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, actually. Right, correct. Noon on St. Patrick's Day, we were good to go. And we were the, the first brewery in New Jersey to have the, the delivery thing going. Um, so that did come down from the ABC. It took a little over a week for someone to say, well, wait a minute, this is not legal. And started questioning who had the authority to do it. So we still don't know where the decision came from or where the decision to to cease deliveries came from, but regardless, we did get it back. It, it just, at the point where we were told to stop doing deliveries, it was a, it was a real blow to business. Um, right. Because here you had, all of the, you had all of these orders, and uh, other breweries, I'm sure, had orders ready to, to be delivered, and then all of a sudden you're told, oh, no, 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 sorry, can't do that. Now they have to come to you uh, to pick up and the And people to go out. Right, know. which makes zero sense from a social distancing standpoint. It, we, we took a major, major, major hit on revenue over the five, six days that we weren't able to do deliveries. Right. We've seen that the delivery thing is going very, very well. We were able to put a game plan together very fast to do it safely, comfortably, legally, and have it all done the right way. And then as soon as they pulled the plug on it, the, the, the well kind of dried up. And to that point, I'm very proud of the fact that we had been able to weather everything without even having to sit down with a single employee and say, look, you know, we're, we're going to have to let you go. And it's very important to me that we keep everyone on. We're going to do everything we can to keep everyone on. But then the money coming in over those five days, it started to change the reality of that and started to make us um, a little nervous about that decision. Um, you know, getting delivery back was a, a big win. It was like a celebration here as soon as that press conference ended that right. said that we could 
go forward with it, but it's really changed the nature of our business. It, you know, most breweries have different business models. Our brewery, we, you know, our tasting room was never a part of the business until recently. It wasn't a major part of our business. It's, we only do maybe you know eight to ten percent of our volume through our tasting room, but when every bar in the state shuts down and we lose one hundred percent of our draft business overnight, and then X amount of liquor stores are shut down, and really what, what we're seeing is a lot of the liquor stores that are still going, whether they're allowing customers in or doing curbside or delivery, they're not really able to facilitate sales of New Jersey craft beer. So we have a handful of stores that are working with us, and they're doing a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. And the grocery stores, for example, they're doing a great job. The grocery stores are really, their challenge is being able to keep things in stock, and they've really picked up a lot of slack, and they've helped us keep the distribution business going. But the average liquor store, if they're not letting customers in the building to browse and peruse what they want, it's very difficult to help a customer decide between 50 different New Jersey IPAs that are on their shelf. Right, right and unless they're a fan of your beer and they say, well, I want a Hoofa or I want, you know, Reign Supreme or whatever it is, they're not going to be able to Correct. do, they're not going to be able to choose that. Right? So, you know, th- this whole thing really came from the political aspect of us asking the state to help us do what we need to do to keep our beer flowing because we're keeping our jobs flowing. And, you know, what we have seen, unfortunately, over the past two weeks the vast majority of beer sales reps in the state have been let, let go. Right. And there's there's not many, and there were a couple of strongholds, and I spoke to a good friend yesterday who works for a um, uh, one of the bigger craft beer players in the country, and he was let go as soon as the company kind of found out that the stimulus package wasn't going to cover him. Oh. Um, so, I mean, right now, we all have to look at it. You know, we're, we're essential employees, and whether or not you choose to feel like beer production is essential and you know some people say it is because we saw what happened in Pennsylvania when they they stopped selling liquor oh, yeah. for a couple days. They um, almost had a revolt. Our job right now and our our role in this whole crisis is keeping paychecks flowing. Right. And I got to do what I got to do to make sure I can continue keeping the paychecks flowing to my team. Um, so the state really did come back and they said we could continue doing it. And that's been a major help to, to us, at least. We're talking to Scott Wells. He's one of the co-owners here of Bolero Snort Brewery. We're in the brewery right now. And when I walked in, there is, I mean, usually when you walk into a brewery, some areas are nice and clean because obviously the tasting room is going to be open, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, in a lot of these breweries, that's not the case now. They've moved a lot of their operations to their loading dock where you can see the beers that they have. You can pull right up. You can order beer to go. They will bring it right out to you. You can order it online. It's very easy. I did it yesterday. Uh, a quick email, sent over what I wanted, gave my, my information. They sent me back an email saying, hey, we'll have it ready for you tomorrow. You come in, you swipe your card, you're in and out in no time. But one of the other issues that I wanted to talk to you about, Scott, and this was something that I had mentioned uh, in the previous segment of the program, um, there is one manufacturer in the country that makes Crowler cans. which yeah, I, I think there are a couple. Well, they're starting up, but the one yeah. big one, Ball, w- had run out of Crowlers. So how do you, as a... You know, obviously, there's a brewery that is now doing growlers, and you're also doing growlers, and you got to order those. How do you, you know, from an anticipation standpoint, how do you know what to have in stock? You obviously had stock, so you're okay for right now. <laughs> no, not quite. So, okay. Uh, pretty good question there. Um, you know, going back to us making some of these decisions back earlier in March when we saw the way things were going, we, we kind of looked at what was happening even before we had to shut down the tasting room and the bar shut down. We changed our production schedule to accommodate 
moving more of the beer into cans, figuring more people are going to stay home. So we made some of those decisions early. And we looked at the amount of crawlers that we go through in a week, and we knew that we had enough of the empty crawler cans on hand for normal business to go for a while. But, you know, we saw the amount of crawler sales went up about 1,000% in right. week one of this, this lockdown. Um, so we were able to jump on quick. We ordered a full truckload of our regular cans, 12, 16, and 19 ounces, so we were able to continue production, moving them into the regular cans. We were able to secure another full pallet of empty crowlers. Um, that first pallet that we had on hand, which should have been enough for us to go probably two, two and a half months, um, we just finished that one off in about two weeks. Wow. Um, so we were able to get another one in. We've, you know, we're, we're lucky that we were able to secure them. Um, a bunch of our friends weren't able to secure them because they didn't have contracts with certain vendors. So we've been doing our best to help out some of our friends who are in need of the crowler cans to keep their business going while you know not really impacting ours right. and risking running out. But we, we've never stocked crawlers here. We only had the crowler cans. Right. So we made the decision going back to earlier March that even if you brought in your own crawler, we weren't going to uh, growler, excuse me, mm-hmm. we weren't going to fill it for sanitary purposes. Sure. Um, Makes sense. So we're surviving right now on doing a lot of fun experiments with the draft beer that we're able to crawler and we're seeing you know We've had some orders come in. We had one last night that was eight crawlers. We had one recently. It was a neighbor of yours, I believe, that was uh, 23 crawlers. Wow. Okay. Um, That's good. So, I mean, it's, it's been a, a very interesting way for us to adapt our business and find a new avenue to reach our customers and do things that are a little more, even for us, where we do some wacky beers, the things that we've been doing have been a little more experimental than we used to do before because we're doing some really unique um, single barrel variants of our beer mm. and it's been a fun way to, to get the beer out there and a very interesting way to, to learn more about how we want to do things for the future instead of just having our, our regular beers available on tap. Well, those are in cans right now right? so we can have some really fun stuff available in the crowlers. Alright, last question for me and we're talking with Scott Wells from Bolero Snore Brewing uh, as they are uh, continuing to survive here and the great news with Scott and his company is he hasn't been able to he hasn't had to lay anybody off yet Obviously, the stimulus package is going to help him in some ways. Uh, you know, we hope. Uh, obviously, it's not going to help some breweries in other ways. But short term, this is going to be a, a problem uh, for, and we'll keep it with New Jersey. Short term, this is going to be a problem for some New Jersey brewers. From a long term perspective, where we have about 100 breweries that are open in the state of New Jersey, what do you think? How do you think the landscape is going to shake out? My, my personal feeling is I think we're going to lose. I think we're going to lose between 10 and 15 breweries because they're just not going to be able to. They don't have canning in operation, or they don't have the facilities to be able to get that beer out. As you hear, Crowley being filled in the background. Right. Um, honestly, it's a it's a very tough question to answer because we don't know where this is going. We right. don't know right. Well, now. let's assume let's assume by the numbers, end of April, beginning of May, we start we start to get back to normal. But really, we don't get full speed up and going until June. I, 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 I hate to prognosticate loss of breweries and loss of, loss of friends of mine in the business, but I'm looking at everything as kind of a, a total industry situation right now. Like, yeah, we, we may lose 10, 15 breweries. We may lose more, and hopefully we lose significantly less than zero. We're going to lose bars. That's we're true. We're going to lose liquor stores. We're going to lose restaurants. We're, we're going to lose businesses, and we're going to lose jobs in general. Um, you know, my whole thing... 
the two and a half weeks that this has really been going on full bore, um, I'm doing everything I can to make sure we're still making some income and we're able to keep our employees. And, you know, I've said that already, but what I've been asking literally everyone that will listen to me to do, look at who you're spending your money with right now. Right. You know, there's a lot of people that are doing the right thing and trying to keep their businesses afloat and trying to keep their employees afloat. And we all need to do our part to support every local business we still can. Um, whether that's, you know, ordering from your local pizza instead of the, the major conglomerate pizzeria. Um, find who these people are that are staying in business. And, you know, one thing that I've seen blows my mind, it's been absolutely incredible. We've lost so many bartenders and servers and just lost their income completely. Right. There's been places that are delivering food that have been able to pick these people up and give them jobs as delivery drivers because they're delivering more food than they ever were before. Yep. We all need to do something, anything that we can to support all the local businesses. Every day at Bolero, every single day since this has been going on, we decide which local business we're buying lunch as a team from. You know, we've been spreading our money around to as many of the places as we can and doing whatever we can. And I'm, I'm doing it where I live back home. We're doing everything we can to continue just supporting local business. And, you know, to anyone who doesn't understand the importance of that, every single order you put through for a burger, a pizza, a beer, whatever it might be, that order pays an employee another hour or two hours and keeps them going. Right. And that's all I can ask everyone to do right now. We, we're we're going to lose businesses. We are. Yeah, I, totally. And I think, back. I think you're right. When, when it comes to the bars and the restaurants and things of that nature, we're going to lose a lot more of them. Then hopefully we lose a lot of the breweries. Scott, thanks so much for giving me a couple I of minutes. I your hand, but I no, can't. no, no, I can't. We have we have to maintain that social distance. I've got my beer that I bought from Bolero that I'm going to be able to drink this weekend, which is great. And then I'm probably going to have to restock because I'm going to be drinking like a fiend on Friday and Saturday. When we come back, suds and duds, and also a very special announcement of something that we have put into into motion here. Uh, a really cool contest that I think you're going to want to be a part of. If you're a home brewer, more on that in a minute on uh, the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Larry Elder knows the reason we are all in quarantine. I notice that now the blame is on back to Donald Trump. Now, there's no question that at all levels, people could have responded better, more quickly. But for crying out loud, what about the role of China? There is a very detailed timeline of China's coronavirus cover-up and the damage it caused around the world. The Larry Elder Show. Weeknights at 7, right before Dan Proft at 9 on AM 970. The answer. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking relief factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects. And I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking relief factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. 
This is Dennis Prager and my friends. They're at it again. The left is doing its best to silence ideas it doesn't like. Hollywood does not want you to see my film, No Safe Spaces, which is why you won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back and protect freedom in America. See No Safe Spaces. It is a great film starring me and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, or Radio.com. Back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, final segment of the program. Following me is very easy on Twitter at Alcatulo, Instagram at Catulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms, Alexa Ready 2. We're also on Radio.com as well as the Hopped Up Network. If you head over there to the Hopped Up Network, usually uh, before 6 a.m. on Mondays, you will find the podcast version of this program up there. You know my name. Uh, that is uh, Chris Cornell uh, doing the sound, the um, the title track uh, from Casino Royale, the first movie that Daniel Craig starred in uh, as James Bond. And, you know, we've talked about Chris Cornell uh, during the show, uh, his amazing work with Soundgarden, with Audio Slave, and then his solo stuff. But he also wrote a lot of music for movies. Uh, big movie fan, loved doing those things, and um, just going to miss uh, this amazing talent. I got an opportunity to see him uh, after um, Audio Slave had broken up uh, over at the Beacon Theater with Chris Solo, and uh, it was just an amazing night. Now, a uh, quick little bit of news. We're going to get into suds and duds. Uh, Pennsylvania resuming uh, online liquor sales. Liquor stores still remain closed amid the coronavirus outbreak. Demand, though, is high, of course, and customers can only buy six bottles from a limited selection per order. The website, findwineandgoodspirits.com, notes customers should check back if sales aren't available. I know that there's some major problems in Pennsylvania in getting uh, booze because it is considered essential uh, for a lot of people. So uh, you can order online uh, with um, in terms of liquor sales uh, in Pennsylvania. But uh, I've been teasing this for a little bit. And um, I, I want to officially welcome Source Brewing to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast. They've come on board as an advertiser. And, uh, you know, right now I know that times are tight. Uh, a lot of people are holding back uh, in terms of money, you know, to, to retain employees and stuff. And um, I, I really appreciate uh, Phil and Greg uh, Jeremy and the guys over at Source uh, for doing this, for taking this step in advertising in my show. And... Um, I got to thank Phil because Phil's the one who came to me and said, I want to buy some advertising time on your show. You've been so good to us, and I want to I repay uh, what you've done for us. And uh, I could not be happier. Uh, so thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. And if you haven't been to Source yet, obviously you can't get – well, you can get down there to buy can to uh, pick up your cans that you order on beerbroadcast.com. Uh, if you place an order, obviously you can't go to the tasting room yet. But let me tell you something. So we're sitting at home right now. And you're you're a home brewer, right? You got nothing to do. You've been throwing stuff in your little tank in your garage, um, and you're brewing some beer to have in a couple of weeks when you can, you know, when you can finally have it. Well, we have a contest 
that Source Brewing and myself the, and the radio station put together that I think is really, really cool, right? So you're brewing your beer. Well, why not be able to enter that beer in a contest where you will be able, if you win, to have your beer brewed at Source Brewing? We're going to do kind of a March Madness bracket. We want to get 32 beers to compete head-to-head. It's a blind taste test. Uh, It's a competition for four weekends in a row. We'll eliminate people as we go each of the weekends. And then the championship round is going to get broadcast live August 2nd from Source Farmhouse Brewery. Uh, The winner receives a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to work with the Source Brewers to scale up, brew the homebrew on the pro level, They're going to go through the process from A to Z, brewing, cellaring, packaging. You're going to get to work with the branding and marketing team uh, at Source on naming, label design, all of the the things that go uh, into a release and, and the you know, launch related. Now, what you win, you receive the first inaugural Source Pro-Am Home Brewer Cup trophy. You're going to get a swag pack. You're going to get a $200 Source gift card. This is awesome. If you are a home brewer that is looking to get their foot in the door, kind of an internship into, uh, into the brewery business. We have internships here at the, at the radio and TV level. Well, let's say you're trying to get your foot in the door to become a brewer. This is the first step to doing that. You brew a beer that knocks these guys out. You're going to get to brew your beer at source on a professional level. This is really cool. Head to am970theanswer.com to enter and sign up for your chance to have your home brew professionally brewed at the one and only Source Farmhouse Brewery located in Colts Neck, New Jersey, right next to, uh, to Delicious Orchards, right off of Route 34. This is, a, this is going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to take part in this. It's going to be a blast. We are going to have such a great time with this. And um, you've got a number of weeks now. We're in, we're in April You've got to get your um, your entry has to be in uh, by June 28th, so you've got about uh, three, a little over, just a little over three months to get that stuff uh, to get that stuff in. So if you got a really good, really good lager, a really good pilsner, maybe a sour that you want to do, get it in your tanks now. Start this week, get the get it rolling, and get it submitted uh, over at Source Brewing. Am970theanswer.com is the website you go to. Click on the uh, Click on the page, give you all the rules, how to enter, uh, and how to, how to submit your beer. This is going to be a lot of fun. And thank you uh, from the guys at Source Brewing uh, for advertising with the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast right here on AM 970, The Answer. We're going to talk more about this in the coming weeks, of course. Uh, but first, let's dive into suds and duds before we have to get out of here. Um, so trying to help out small businesses, I've been trying to um, buy as much local beer as I can and also support my local restaurants. Uh, the one that I go to most often is Paragon Tap and Table, and my wife and I have been ordering out at least once a week from there to try and help them out. And they are doing uh, to-go and uh, d- uh, curbs- they d- doing to-go deliveries, you know, deliveries where somebody will come to your house and deliver it. They're also doing curbside as well. Uh, one of the things they're doing as well is being able to purchase a growler of beer that you can pair with your dinner. So they had some uh, fruited and flying blueberry, uh, acai, and coconut uh, from Icarus left, so I got a 32-ounce growler of this. Fantastic. The sourness, the coconut, and the blueberry are so on point here. It was a fantastic beer. In fact, I think I got the last of it because I'm pretty sure the keg kicked uh, right afterwards. So uh, great beer from Icarus. And now I'm on the search to find another sour beer uh, for my wife because she is loving sours at this point. And listen, when you're stuck at home, you got to be able to try and sample these things, which is a good thing because you can drink responsibly and not have to worry about drinking and driving. Uh, Source came out with uh, Sunny Day. 
um, about a week or so ago, which is kind of their um, session uh, IPA. I'll be honest with you, this is not my favorite from Source. It does grow on you. The lemon kind of threw me off a little bit uh, at first, but I kind of got used to it. I I wasn't expecting um, the lemon tartness, the puckeriness from the lemon in the Session IPA, so it took a little bit. It took a few sips to get uh, get through, but once I got through that and my palate kind of settled, um, it it definitely grew on me as a beer. But I will say, not my favorite uh, in the bunch from Source, and I like a lot of their beer. The next beer, though, that I had from Source, I was eagerly anticipating this one. Um, so this is the Grand Cru, uh, which was a collaboration by a um, by by Source and uh, a Brazilian brewery. And I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up the name. Uh, or- I believe it is Oralis. Uh, and again, I could be wrong on the pronunciation of that. And I'm sure somebody will correct me. But boy, let me tell you something. This is a dark saison, uh, uh, farmhouse ale. What an amazing beer. The sugar is on point, the banana, the vanilla, the caramel. I I honestly feel like I've been transported to Brazil and I'm sitting in a rainforest relaxing. Like th- that that is exactly the mood that it put me in and I really was expecting uh, when it poured dark, I was kind of surprised. I was like, "Wow, for a saison dark?" Okay, I know that people make them, but it's so many different things in this beer that you kind of get while you're tasting it. You smell that sugar right off the bat. You smell the sweetness, but it's not overly sweet. The banana's in there, and it's kind of relaxed. The vanilla on the back end, the caramel, all of those things kind of blend into one. I think that, for me, this is a dessert beer, 100%, uh, but what a fantastic beer. I'm so glad I got three more cans of this because I can't wait uh, to dive into this again. Uh, over and over. It is a fantastic beer. If you haven't had a chance, I know there were still a few cans available from Source. Uh, definitely, if you go on beerbroadcast.com, that's where they're doing all their beer sales, and it's a very easy way uh, to buy your beer. You click how many four-packs you want, you, you um, put in your credit card information, they send you a Q code, you go right to the brewery, they scan the Q code outside, they bring you your beer within two minutes. It's fantastic. It's very easy-peasy. Uh, well done by the guys from Source. Uh, finished off my last can of Source of Cheers, from them, uh, this is a great Hellas Lager in a stovepipe can, a fantastic beer. Uh, I know they were selling it at Devil's Games at the Prudential Center. Uh, looking forward to having this beer over and over again. It's a great lawnmower beer, uh, as I like to put it. As we continue here with Suds and Duds, we're almost wrapping up the show here on AM 970, The Answer in the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast. Uh, one I've had before from Grimm, ended up buying another bottle of this, the Pineapple Rebus. Uh, dry pineapple tart sour. My wife didn't really like this, I think because of the dryness, but that tart and sourness really shines through uh, on that particular one. Uh, Seth Dollard from uh, Forgotten Boardwalk had given me a can a few weeks back of the Strongest Woman on Earth, which is their a collaboration with a, um, with a lot of women brewers that brewed this back in February. A really nice triple. Lots of fruit, very smooth, uh, delicious beer. Thank you, Seth, for the can. Very much appreciate it. I uh, had a uh, last can of uh, About Buck in Time from Bolero Snort. Still a fantastic beer. And then I finally had their first um, uh, their uh, beers that uh, Bolero had come out with this week uh, that I had purchased and then interviewed Scott Wells, the Pineapple Express Bullazed. Uh, bursting with pineapple and yet very smooth, a little bit uh, of an acidic tang at the end of it, but it was fantastic. Uh, Another great beer from the guys at Bolero. But folks, 
We are out of time. My thanks to everyone involved in the show, as well as Scott Wells from Bolero Snort Brewing, and of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, social distancing, wash your hands, stay at home, support local. Cheers, everybody.